turned me into a dog. Can you believe this? And you're invited too! Good morning, and welcome to Saturday Morning Obscurities. I'm your host, Jams. I'm Melissa. The other host. There's two of us. There's two of us. You found us. <laughs> Thank you guys so much again for tuning in. Uh, we have a very uh, wonderful episode for you guys today. But first, uh, Mel, how are you doing today? I'm doing okay. How are you? Uh, I'm doing swell. 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 That- well, I'm doing nifty then. I'm doing just keen. Ooh. Well, then I'm doing radical. <laughs> oh, no, we're moving forward in time. <laughs> I'm doing tubular. No, no, I'm stuck in 1955 and you've gone back to the future. Uh-uh. Uh, <laughs> Mel, do you have any uh, What's New Scooby-Doo's where we talk about anything new we've been watching? Yeah, I went back and I watched a couple episodes of... I was going to say old favorite. I don't know if the show ever got high enough up to be a favorite, but it's something I've been wanting to go back and revisit. Today, I watched some Harvey Birdman, Attorney at Law. Ooh, fun. That's pretty, that's kind of related to what we're going to be talking about today. Yeah, that's because we are today talking about an old Hanna-Barbera cartoon and its Adult Swim revamps. I'm like, I miss Harvey Birdman. So I watched the first episode of that, and then I watched... This episode in the middle of season three that's like the employee training film for that law firm he works at. That's wonderful. I love a fake training film in anything. <sighs> what are so I can guess that your other favorites would be the lost ones, the yeah, Dharma Initiative. Dharma ones. Initiative. Uh-huh. Uh the only other like fake training videos I can think of would be the Steven Universe fake like uh oh! big, big donut <laughs> big donuts good i also want to say i love real training films like i'm here yes. for hot drinks every day of the year the movie being john malkovich have you ever seen this i have seen this okay you know when he goes to work on like the seventh and a half floor and he has to watch the training film and it's like this is why we're the half floor and it's like this really awkward historical reenactment yes Yes, that's up there. That is pretty good. <laughs> How um, about yourself? What have you been watching lately? Can I can I explain a rabbit hole that I went down last night? Yes. Uh, so I uh, I follow Funimation on Twitter, and okay. every now and then they'll post like stills of like this character's raring to go to like promote <laughs> a new anime. Okay, yeah. And so, like, uh, they posted, a, like, a cool-looking character. And I'm like, I'll buy it. I'll, lo- I'll look up this anime. Yeah. And I found live-action, like, a concert video. The anime I searched was Hypnosis Mike. Uh, and I found, like, a live <laughs> concert video of, like... Like a Hypnosis Microphone or Hypnosis Michael? Microphone. Michael oh, okay. <laughs> I like that slightly less than Hypnosis Michael, but continue. <laughs> Michael Raffone Fassbender. <laughs> Not many people know that his middle name is Raffone. Raffone. Uh, but <laughs> he, uh, but I found, I found these, like, these clips and I kept looking down and I found, like, like anime versions of these people on stage uh-huh. and it turned out that this thing called, uh, 
Hypnosis Mike is a manga. It's going to be a phone game. And it just became anime. Like, it only is two episodes out. Uh, yeah, I just Googled it, and I'm getting mostly looks like uh, mangas. Yeah, I think it is like three mangas out. Uh, oh, I've yeah, seen called... this. Like, I've you seen have? this guy somewhere with the two different colored eyes. Yeah, the heterochromia. Ah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's called the anime's Hypnosis Mike uh, Division Rap Battle uh, Rhyme Anima. And that's A-N-I-M-E-I-M-A, not E-N-E-M-A. It's very fun. It's very fun. It's, 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 I mean, it's Japanese rap. It's very entertaining to watch. Uh-huh. Uh, and the plot is crazy because it's uh, a one, like, a all-woman party has taken over the Japanese government <laughs> and has abolished all weapons. Uh-huh. Like, all weapons are... <laughs> Are, have been destroyed. No more weapons are being made, uh, and instead gives the like the populace like releases hypnosis mics that you wrap into, and it it's uh, transmit your soul like through this like thing. What and does it, like does there's it, like hmm. does it actually hypnotize people? Because that sounds no. more dangerous than a knife. No, it does not hypnotize. Okay, people. but it's uh, it's. It's very thing. It's like it's almost like a JoJo. Like you, pa- they, they power up their mic and like a bunch of speakers and like like DJ setup like falls behind them, and it's all magic. Okay. And, uh, <laughs> I also don't know how JoJo works. We'll get there one day. Yeah. But yeah, and there's just just four factions that used to be all uh, the leaders used to be members of one faction. Mm. Uh, it's it's very good. I don't want to get too much into it. Because this we have seems... a whole episode ahead of us, but I I am fresh on the curve of watching all this, <laughs> and and I've already watched the first two episodes, and I'm gonna go watch them again after we're done. Nice. So you're on the cutting edge of something new and big, and I'm like, I watched an episode of Harvey Birdman from literally 20 years ago. There was a That's spoof on too. Johnny Quest, which is 60 years old. Listen, you got. I gotta hit them high. You gotta hit them low. Right? Yeah, I'm. I'm reaching into the back catalogs. I'm the archivist. <laughs> so, uh, anyway, get into the show. Uh, this episode today, we're doing a very special episode today. Mm-hmm. We are doing a comparison, uh, which I would like to do more of in the future. But this one was very easy to yes uh, get to the point of because we're watching both C Lab 2020. And C Lab 2021, a very good uh, combo, <laughs> right? Uh, very different shows, <laughs> despite the fact that 2021 uses almost exclusively the animation from 2020 mm-hmm. uh, and all the characters and everything. Yeah, very different shows. Very interesting to watch these side by side. Yeah, um, and I remember watching. C-Lab 2021 when Adult Swim first started. I think I, we were there when it, like, the night, the first night Adult Swim happened. Were we? I think so. Maybe not the first night, but I vividly remember, like, we stayed up too late because it was one of those rare special nights where dad goes to bed before mom gets home from work. So it, we just have free reign because nobody's there to tell us what to do until 10.30 yeah. p.m. when mom gets home. 
I do remember that. And like, I don't know, that Billy and Mandy or whatever stops. And then it's like all these adults in a pool. Adult swim. <laughs> I remember when it was very literal with the. Yes, uh... literally adult swimming is how the the channel block kicked off. I remember all of those yeah. old early shows. I remember C-Lab 2021 and I was aware of the premise because it was the same premise as like Harvey Birdman and Space Ghost. Like there were a couple of these shows that took old animation assets from Hanna-Barbera shows and then just remixed them, did new voices, made whole new shows out of them. But I had like no idea what the original show was. I don't think I even knew it was just C-Lab 2020. Yeah. Reskinned. Yeah. And reserviced. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I remember, like, the heyday of, like, the Brack show and, like, Space Goes Coast to Coast. Those were, like, chef's kiss. Like, just uh, just very excellent. What an excellent time to be alive was watching <laughs> those shows. We're gonna get to the Brack show next. Oh, definitely. That'll, that'll be a, a very special episode. Mm-hmm. Um, so, typically, when we, when we review shows, we watch three episodes of a show, uh, We'll start with, like, the theme song and break down, like, the first three episodes and talk about it. With this, we instead chose uh, two episodes of each series, although I went ahead and cheated and watched a third episode of 2021, and I told you this. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, we watched the first two episodes of both shows, and then you said, I'm going to reach deeper into C-Lab 2021 and pick an episode at, like, season two. And I did also watch that one. Good, yeah. Because I, I wanted to give it a fair shake because... uh. I don't think 2020 would have gotten better, but I know 2021 <laughs> did. Yeah, you're right. I get the impression 2020 just had like the same plateau level of quality the whole time. How long did that show run? Uh, we'll get to the details in a second. Okay. Uh, so typically we'll, we'll, so that's the breakdown for today. We'll do a little theme song, mm. intro for each, and then we'll summarize, talk about the episodes we watched. And then we'll do 2021, talk about those episodes, uh, and then we'll kind of summarize at the end what we think, uh, I guess who the winner is. I don't know if we're doing <laughs> that kind of thing, but like, we'll talk yeah, about our observations. Yeah, I didn't know this was a competition. Is it going to be yeah. like, whichever one loses, we, we don't speak of it again? Uh, yeah, whatever, whichever one wins gets to move on to become C-Lab 2022. <laughs> doing this you know what we're coming up on that year c lab 2022 in 2022 calling our shot so let's talk about c lab 2020 uh i have the information up right now on the information page so c lab 2020 uh was a show released in 1972 had 15 episodes, uh, created by Alex Toth. Always want to make sure to credit the creator. Uh, country of origin was USA. It was one of the uh, earlier shows by Hanna-Barbera, originally released on NBC, I assume oh. in the morning. Yeah. Uh, and uh, one of the popular voice actors would be John Stevenson, who has done a lot of old 80s cartoons. Oh. Uh, he, he's done like Little Nemo. Oh, uh, he did Pride of the X Men, the X Men movie. He's been uh, he's uh, a significant like Transformer. Uh, <laughs> Which Transformer? Cup. 
Oh, okay. Yeah, I understand why you can just say that name because I don't know who that is. You were Shit, right to just go. say a significant transformer. Yeah, the, I knew I couldn't get much further than that. Yeah, these it looks like he, he was also like uh, on a lot of the Flintstones stuff. He's been in a lot of cartoons over the years. Well, good for him. But yeah, fifteen. I'm just gonna say. Sorry, go ahead. Fifteen episodes. That is. Not yeah. many, and I, I can't understand why it did not last longer. <laughs> and two of those were unaired. So. Oh, an unlucky 13! Yep. Yep. So uh, this is the part of the show where we'll watch the intro. This intro is mostly talking. We do want to start doing this thing where we'll let the theme play under us as mm. we're talking about it. As as much as as hopefully as good as that can get mm-hmm. because i don't want to have a cacophony of talking uh yeah but we'll let this play a little bit before we kind of talk about it it's like a minute long and it's not great but <laughs> here here we go starting in the intro for c-lab 2020 in three two, are you streaming four. it to me though oh i should probably open that up don't I, I can't see it <laughs> we were so unprepared right <laughs> We're just off our game tonight. Yeah. There we go. Starting the Sea Lab 2020 intro in 3, 2, 1, play. This is the year 2020. <laughs> it the takes place, place is the now. Challenger the top of an underwater mountain. A complex beneath the sea. 250 men, women, and children live here. Each of them a scientist pioneer. This statement, I want to say, is boggling. Sure, the men and women are scientist pioneers. But every child also is a scientist pioneer. And the show upholds upholds the statement. These are the most serious children I've ever seen. Yeah. Is C Lab 2020 killer font? Oh yeah, the font is it's very good, but it, it may also be very good just because we recognize it from 2021. Yeah. So yeah, that was a little theme song. It's very boring. It's kind of like the 80s, um, one of those 80s themes. That's oh, like A Team. Like, yeah, where it just plays like, a score and tells you what's happening. There's no lyrics. Yeah. We're, before they really like nail down how cartoon themes work mm. for like non like uh, like fantastic cartoon characters, yeah. Like, I guess Bugs Bunny didn't really have a theme song, did he? And no, all the Looney Tunes together had the tune. They had to share one, right? <laughs> Nobody had an individual theme. I don't think. Maybe yeah. Duck Dodgers did. Yeah, but he he's he's his own category. Yeah, he's separate from the other tunes. He's a class above. Exactly. Uh, So yeah, like starting off, like getting our first vibe from the show, like it's (laughs) a lot. Whenever I told people we were watching Sea Lab twenty twenty and twenty twenty one, they were just like, "Ugh, good luck." Yeah, it is twenty twenty. It is pure classroom filler. It is you have a substitute teacher today. The animated series. <laughs> That's a good way to put it. It is very much something you'll put on at school. It it's, is. 
it's not like I'd say it's educational, but not a lot happens that I learned a lot. <laughs> and like it's, it's it's facts that we can't apply to our own lives. Right? Not only does this take place in the distant year of 2020, mm. where, where all this fantastic technology exists, uh, which they don't even like, they don't even go that ham, that like, fuck wild with the technology. It's, I was baffled that every time they would go diving out, they'd be like, I can't see my compass, so I don't know how to get home. Like, they've never developed more <laughs> advanced, like, location-based technology than just compass. Nope, never will. Could, couldn't possibly happen. Right, and like the, the kids float over a magnetic field and they're just like, well, dang, it's a magnetic field. I'm like, if you guys know that this happens outside of your sea lab, you need to develop a non-compass way of navigation. Yeah, just like a lot of what the show is, <laughs> is I guess we're not even going to do a beep by beep just because it's just like uh, just a lot of complaining is going to happen right now. Uh, <laughs> Because, like, they go, like, a lot of this episode, or just these episodes in general, was, oh, something's happening out in the water. Uh, I guess I'll go out and investigate. Uh-oh, I got separated. I hope they find me. <laughs> For a show called Sea Lab, I was disappointed that we didn't get more- it's more sea than lab. Yeah, like, I they wanna... solve all the problems out there. I want to see more of that big base. What rooms do yeah. you have in there? You know, is it, like, the Starship Enterprise? Do you have all these different decks? Where's your... <laughs> you Show know, me your decks. Do... Yeah, where's... Do you have a guinon? Do you... do you have, like, a bar where everyone hangs out? Did you say guinon? Do you mean guinon? <laughs> I guess I do. Mel, do you mean guinon? <laughs> Who's guinon? I don't know. Do you mean Qui-Gon? I don't know. If you're if you're Guinan, get at us. I, I think it's been a long time since I've heard anybody say it and have just seen it written down for a couple years and I forgot how to pronounce it. That's fair. But also I don't forgive you. <laughs> okay, okay. All right, you have no sister. I understand. <laughs> You'll get there. Uh, but yeah, it's just like a lot of a lot of weird things like i do like that all of these like kids are like being born underwater <laughs> yes. and they can't go to the surface or they'll die that's a cool <laughs> twist but they don't go into it much yeah so they're talking about i forget what they were talking about oh it's radiation so in the first episode um a radioactive barrel knocks over like whatever device they use to turn seawater into just oxygen that they breathe and so yeah. One, they might run out of oxygen. Two, there's radiation out there. So one of the kids, he's like, I don't know, 11, and he's explaining to a kid who's like five. He's explaining radiation to him, and he says, it's like sun rays. Oh, wait, I forgot. You've never seen the sun. And the little kid's like, yeah, I have. I've seen it in pictures. So, like, they've been down here long enough that this kid's like, yeah, I've never seen the sun. Uh, sun is a myth. I've seen the sun in picture books. It reminds me a lot of Xenon. Yes! Just like, like, I've been to Earth, but I don't know what a banana... I've never been to the Earth. I don't know what a banana is. I've never experienced rain. I know rain in theory, but not in practice. Yeah. It's the opposite. 
These kids, they just live in wet world. <laughs> Not even water world. It's a good world. So, <laughs> yeah, this is separate, <laughs> separate from water world. Although they seem so cut off down there. Heck, maybe there could be a water world happening above Sea Lab, and we yeah. like neither of the two would know. I mean, the facts are these: this this is <laughs> takes place in the year twenty twenty. Yeah. This could be happening right now, what? and we don't know about it. There could be like, a Sea Lab, and nobody told us. I mean, did did when did we ever stop trying to build underwater cities? Um, I know we gave up on the biodome. I mean, yeah, that's fair. There was a whole uh, Polly Shore like <laughs> PSA about a PSA length movie, or movie length <laughs> PSA. Your biodome didn't work. Space dome seems like it's going okay. The ISS up there, I think, is fine. Uh, but yeah, yeah, under the sea, who knows what's down there in the in the Marianas Trench? Mari. <laughs> Mari and his trench. Mari and his trench. <laughs> to the tune of Pinky and the Brain. <laughs> Mari and his trench. Da, 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 da. Uh, but yeah, this. Let's talk more a little bit more about the show and like how it's like set up. Yes. Uh, it isn't. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you like you're into the first episode. The first episode they released. Maybe the pilot is better, but they didn't release it. Mm. Um, at least a a pilot's so. rarely better. I mean, that's fair, but usually Pilot introduces characters. This doesn't. I barely <laughs> knew the names of any of the characters by the end of the episode. Yeah, all like, you know is that uh, Bobby is Captain Murphy's grandson, except he doesn't call him Grandpa, he calls him Captain, and they seem like they have a very distant relationship. And I don't yeah, know who the parents are in the middle. Is it only Grandfather and Grandson on the Sea Lab? That's how families work down there. <laughs> the parents are like, no, we have other jobs. Uh, Dad, we are lawyers. Uh, Bobby, if you want to go to Sea Lab with Grandpa for the summer, you can. And then he gets down there and they're like, oh, we can't for get him summer. back up. <laughs> for, for, for the summer you were born and never again. <laughs> it's eternal summer down in Sea Lab. <sighs> you like splashing in the water forever? <laughs> You want to go we, to a pool party that never ends? Yeah, we sent our son to boarding school <laughs> underwater. <laughs> surfboarding school? <laughs> we never man, get that, as fun as a surfboard. Man, that would be a rad show if oh, it was surfboarding that's, school. That's my favorite Disney Channel original movie. <laughs> Johnny Kapahala, surfboard school? Surfboarding school? He's the headmaster. Oh man! Oh man! If they did a new Johnny Capahala movie, and it was him as an adult, that would be really rad. I would love that. So yeah, this show does take place in uh, the far flung future of 2020, and they're talking about this radioactive waste barrel. And one of the little kids is like. Oh, that's from those barrels that they dumped in the water way back in the 1970s. But we don't do that anymore that we know better, right? That's right, Sally. So it's very optimistic. And I think but, that but is... But not true. Well, I don't know. I feel like we are better at not putting barrels where they're not supposed to be. I disagree. 
we gotta I, have I, one, I we gotta have one win, and I think the win is we mostly know where radioactive stuff goes. I think people do. I don't think corporations do. <laughs> I don't. I don't believe in corporations. Um, but yeah. So the 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 only plot of this is just like earthquake and radiation spill, and I don't care about any of the characters. Yeah. Uh, like, <laughs> so Bobby goes out with Sally. They get lost. Uh, they're gonna run out of oxygen, and she gives the most like high school reading of this line where it seems like she's just fussy about like well i i don't want to go to the car show i want to go to the sock hop she get, that's the kind of line reading she gives for she's gonna float up to the ocean to the top of the ocean where air is because she's like i i'm running out of oxygen like we can't find a way back to sea base back to sea lab i'm just gonna go up i'm gonna get oxygen from above the water where oxygen is and he's like no sally the band you'll die yeah yeah he's threatening her with death and she says Bobby, I'm going up. I've got to breathe. <laughs> you, you don't understand. I don't care if it's I like die. Saying I need I've, to breathe. It's like saying I've got to see the Beatles on the Ed Sullivan show. <laughs> it's, it's so low stakes. I can't believe these kids' lives. Like, it's... They have to know all of this stuff about radiation and the bends and red tide it's everything in their life is like out to get them and they have to be like so knowledgeable and so prepared and they have to have all these survival instincts in them and you know they're like 11 like just don't put kids down there just leave them on land well like it says in the intro these are all these kids are field scientists so i guess they all volunteered (laughs) volunteered at birth (laughs) <laughs> you will be scientists they see and like they seem like they are none of these kids seem like slackers none of these kids seem like oh i just i want to play soccer <laughs> like, they all see, like they all have an interest in science i think how long is sea lab supposed to be there like are these kids the next generation of scientists are they all gonna like so. live and die down there yeah they don't talk about uh like how i don't think they talk about like will be down here until X year. I think they're down there for good. But like, like they can go back up. They just have to do it very, very slowly or else they'll get the bends. It's a process to get back up, but it doesn't seem like you're locked down here. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It it's kind of feels like that to me. Uh, but <laughs> that was just the vibes I got. Yeah. Oh, we didn't watch. Maybe episode 15 is like, oh, it's uh, it's parents day. And all of your par- <laughs> your parents are coming down from the land to visit Sea Lab. Yeah, we haven't gotten far enough in the show. I don't know if like if there are like above water interferers yeah. interference or anything. Yeah, pirates um, or some kind. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'll do like a little uh, like sweep through the rest of the show. Like the second episode is uh, very not great about stereotypes. Uh, <laughs> There's a lot of, like, very poor female stereotypes, uh, <laughs> starting with, like, the the woman of the show, like, um... <laughs> Capital Betty W, or... yes, her name is Gail. She, Gail. They go out there, she finds this little baby dolphin, 
trapped in a nylon net. There's a lesson about how you shouldn't use nylon nets because they don't degrade. They just float around the ocean it, for eternity. And so this Cranky little baby fish. Yeah, this little baby dolphin's trapped in there. And she's like, well, he's too weak to swim back up to the surface. Let's take him back to Sea Lab. And then she... Oh, she like bonds with this dolphin. She names him Tuffy. She makes all her decisions based on Tuffy. Her whole life is Tuffy. And they're like, Gail, <laughs> Gail, Tuffy's getting in the way, Gail. Come on, Gail. You got to get rid of him. No more Tuffy. <laughs> well, the whole time they're like giving her sass about like, oh, of course, like a woman has to take care of her child. Like, just like a lot of like very bad, like vibes, very dated logic on this on this episode. They were probably like, we made a lady a scientist at all. We're doing great. <laughs> we can do no wrong. Another problem with this, Tuffy is a baby dolphin. When you see him alone in the frame with nothing for scale, I can't tell it's still him or if another dolphin showed up. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, There's no way to tell this. I Tuffy. only recognize Tuffy when he is with Gale or another human. I mean, do you think that is true of most babies? Would you recognize a baby if it wasn't with its mom? Well, <laughs> I would recognize that a baby is a baby. I wouldn't see it without an adult and think it was the same size as an adult. That's my problem you... with Tuffy. I, there's nothing for me to gauge scale. I can't tell that's a oh, baby when it's alone in the frame without anything to like measure it by. That's fair. I thought you were talking about recognize it as the same dolphin. <laughs> no, I, it's it's small. There's no other baby dolphins. Tuffy's the only baby dolphin. So when it's just Tuffy <laughs> in like a background of water, I can't tell how big he is. All adult dolphins, all baby dolphins stay underwater. All adult dolphins <laughs> stay above water. They should have given him like a, a ribbon around his neck. <laughs> a small <laughs> vest. Ooh, I love me a dolphin in a vest. <laughs> he gets a, a stamp on him. I don't know. Not a brand, but like a concert stamp. I don't like think that can, works underwater. You can get back into the pageant if you want. <laughs> Is that how they do it uh, at the at Ariel's? Like uh, the the underwater music stuff they do in Little Mermaid. Like you have to get a stamp on your hand on the way in and out. <laughs> You don't have to pay an admission. Uh, I think King Triton just provides that as a service to his people. Music for all? Yeah, yeah. That's part of his platform for being king, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> he makes his daughters sing. Does he sing? Can Triton sing? That's why he makes his daughter sing. Well, he sings in the stage musical where he was once played by Norm Lewis. Who's Norm Lewis? Uh, he's a guy I saw at the Muni once. He was a real great Javert. <laughs> okay. That's my favorite cheese. <laughs> anyway, any other final thoughts on Sea Lab 2020? There is a part in the second episode where it like has a break for where a commercial would be, and there's yeah. just a panel that says, Place commercial here! Yeah, I wrote that down too. It's <laughs> I don't I don't... I don't know why that was left in. Yeah, uh, I don't know if that's the case in other episodes, but mm. I hope so. I hope they just eradicated all presence of any commercial breaks. I, yeah, I want there to be like a thumbprint on one of the cells. <laughs> there is always one. 
Uh, but yeah, like all in all, like looking back on CL 2020, it was probably like a very early attempt at like an educational show. Yeah. And I can see what they were going for. Yes. But like it kind of just doesn't pull it off. It's very dry. Yeah. You're right. I'm it's... not, there's no room for character charm. It's just like troublesome problems. The threat of death looms too large. I love the music, though. You like the music? Yeah, it's it's funky. Yeah, it is, isn't it? It's got that like seventies like like guitar riffs. And, yeah, like, and it's like just folksy enough to be like soft and sure. relaxing. I think C Lab Twenty Twenty is great to like put on at the back in the background of like a weird party. Like you just walk into a room and C Lab Twenty Twenty is playing, and you don't know what it is. Yeah, it's either playing at the beginning of the party before they don't they where they don't know what to put on mm. or or at the end of the party just to have something on it's it's like 3 a.m and like you, yeah. you're in this house you don't know where you're, you are you turn a corner you're, you're just in the c lab room you're you, people are trying to crash uh <laughs> but they can't fall asleep though so they put on c lab 2020 but they're all still awake <laughs> processing the show like silently in a room together yeah that's what the show is for you're too tired you're too drunk it's not fun you just feel haunted by the the weight of oceanic death upon you <laughs> yes it's exactly that's exactly what the show is for <laughs> that situation is when you put on c lab 2020 exactly uh <laughs> okay any final thoughts before we move on watch one so you know what it is that's it. I'm glad I saw but, it. Yeah, yeah. It's it's nice to have the base uh, for what yeah. this, for what 2021 like is is based on. Yeah, and um, honestly, outside of the big ones, I don't think I've seen any of these other Hanna Barbera shows of the 70s. I mean, yeah, Space Ghost is is Space Ghost. Prax from Space Ghost. Harvey Birdman's from Harvey Birdman. Yeah. Yeah, like, I've never seen the Funky Phantom. I just know him from cameos in Scooby-Doo. Yeah. I'm sure we'll get there one day. I would we'll like to. The, the weird ones, yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay, let's uh, start talking about Sea Lab 2021. Uh, let's do. Let's talk about a little bit about some history mm. uh, and some stats before we get into the theme song. Yeah. Sea uh, Lab 2021. Uh, they acknowledge, like, it was produced by Hanna-Barbera and created by Alex Toth in the credits. Mm. Uh, but Sea Life 2021 was created by Adam Reed and Matt Thompson. Uh, a drastic change in the number of episodes. Sea uh, Life 2020 had 15. Sea Life 2021 had 52. Yeah! So, just, <laughs> almost, like, so many more times. Like, they only had 15 <laughs> episodes worth of animation. Oh boy! Oh heck! Yeah! yeah. Wow! Way to go, C Lab Twenty Twenty One. That's efficiency. Yeah. Also, uh, as opposed to Twenty Twenty, which ran for like maybe like four months, uh, <laughs> C Lab Twenty Twenty One ran from two thousand to two thousand and five. Mm-hmm. Uh, originally released in the USA. Uh, the production companies were William Street, which you also would know from. You know, Space Ghost, Coast to Coast, Brack Show, and Harvey Birdman. Adult uh, Swim in general. Yep. Uh, also produced by 7030 Productions, Radical Access. Uh, 
original channel was uh, Cartoon Network on Adult Swim. Mm-hmm. Uh, popular voice actors, uh, Eric Estrada, uh, of, you know, popular fame. <laughs> of popular fame. Yeah. Well, he's... like, he was on, he's on Chips, and then a lot of his stuff after that is just him being Eric Estrada. Like, yeah, he just became a figure. He was probably on, like, Match Game or Hollywood Squares. I think I saw him on, like, VH1's I Love the 70s. Yeah, he just yeah. became a, a pop culture name to know. Uh, he plays police officer in Drake and Josh. W- wow. Yeah, that's that's where you'll know him from. Yeah, a <laughs> lot of his credits are just Eric Estrada. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, also notable voice actor uh, Kate Miller mm-hmm. uh, you would know her she's she has a very like weird collection of shows she's done uh-huh. she's done Young and the Restless oh. uh, uh, she's done like Ugly Betty uh. Uh, <laughs> uh, One Life to Live uh, Frisky, <laughs> I, I have Frisky fond, Dingo I have fond memories of Ugly Betty and I feel like nobody mentions it so I was just happy to hear another human being say those words. <laughs> I don't know if it's a very PC show anymore. I'm yeah, I'm not sure how it has aged. I I don't know. It may not be worth a rewatch, but I don't know. It's it's probably has some gems in there. But yeah, like she's done like like a Law and Order and like like uh, soap operas, and she's also just done like Sea Lab Twenty Twenty One and Frisky Dingo, just like a very eclectic. Uh, history yeah but yeah those are our notable voice actors um let's see do you want to watch the theme song yeah uh so for this when we when i was getting ready to uh making sure like the show these shows were available to watch uh i watched this theme song the 2021 theme song maybe five times it's it a is. good one it is so good, I don't think we should talk. I think I'm just going to play the full theme song in the middle of this episode. Mm. So, uh, I mean, usually this I sync it up so you guys can watch it with us, but we're not going to talk. You'll you'll hear it. So, But uh, playing it... Can you see it? Yes. Playing it now. That song is so good. Mm-hmm. It it slaps very yeah. hard. I, I gotta uh, find a mix CD to put that on. Yeah. The uh it was performed by the band Calamine, mm. which I don't I didn't recognize a lot of their other songs. Mm. Uh but they have released a, fu- a couple fun albums. It's apparently also a lotion, as I just tried to lo- to Google. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think you tr- put it on poison ivy. Yeah, it, it treats a uh, mild itchiness. So oh. don't listen to lotion. Listen to this band. <laughs> uh, 
but yeah, I need to. I need white noise to fall asleep, so I put on soothing <laughs> lotion sounds. <laughs> Just Oops. hear those That's... lotion waves lap against the shore. Uh, listening to. Uh, that's so icky to think about. <laughs> but yeah, like, getting, like, right into Sea Lab 2021, a huge tonal change. Oh, absolutely. Like, absolutely a different show. Uh, Sea Lab 2020, very dry, like, trying to be educational show. Sea mm. Lab 2021 ha- is, like, about half the, t- half the air time. Yeah. Or half the yeah. runtime, I should say. It's about 11 to 12 minutes episodes that are just like completely non sequitur. Yes. They, to explain what they do, they use similar, like they use the footage from C Lab 2020, but uh, freely animate it. So they'll take the animations of like the heads turning and like the characters walking in and out of rooms. Uh, they'll recycle a lot of that, but they'll also like cut in original drawings and animations into it. Like, making the eyes move back and forth and, like, shaking the character models around. Mm. uh, Just a lot of very inventive use of uh, recycling footage that was uh, William Street was very excellent at. But yeah, like, huge, huge ton of change. The the characters have, I believe they all have the same names. uh, But they just kind of run around. I don't know. Like, I... In 2021, he's called Marco, and in 2020, I think he's just called Doctor Williams. Like I think, in, yeah, like a lot more informal. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> right. It's like I, I, you might have changed that guy's name. I was not provided his full name to begin with. I don't know. It's this show is extremely funny. Um, <laughs> it's an excellent show, as opposed to like how C Live 2020 is a chore to get through. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Sea Lab 2021 is extremely digestible. Yeah. Like you, can, you can pop these episodes into your ears and into your eyes like chips. <laughs> like, they're just a very easy to watch one after the other. Yeah, I feel like the Adult Swim 15-minute cartoon is the Lay's potato chip of entertainment. Exactly. I, I appreciate the show's comedic style in that it's just... It mostly takes place in, like, one room, especially this third episode we watched, which was, like, season two, episode four. Yeah, and it came uh, recommended for uh, by our friend Zach. So thank you, Zach. Thank you, Zach. Yeah. Like, it mostly takes place in, like, the command room. It's all these bottle episodes. And, of course, they would be to begin with because the show takes place <laughs> on a C-Lab. You, you, you can't go anywhere else, we don't think, without an extensive debending process. <laughs> Exactly. Unbending, anti-bending, an extensive anti-bending process. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, so it's just all in one room, and like it's just the eleven minutes of chatter. I wrote down lethargic yeah. bottle chaos in my notes because yeah. it's not super fast-paced, but I dig that that it's just oh. It's just nonsense. It's just a wave of nonsense for a while. Like in one episode we watched, there's like an actual sea problem going on. Something's yeah. wrong with like one of the wings of the lab. But there's they're watching TV and there's a news clip about uh, some kid who put his brain into a half oh, a. You mean you mean little Django? 
little Django <laughs> put his brain in a half ape, half robot body. And they're like, would you put your mind into a body of a robot? And then it turns into like some guys arbitrarily making all these rules. Like, yeah, okay. Like you can have laser eyes, but you won't be more than five feet tall. Why it can't feels... I be more than five feet tall? <laughs> it feels like a very like natural conversation like yes. among coworkers. Yeah, which is what I dig about this. Like it feels like whoever was making the show, they just talked at each other and then made the characters do that. Yeah, like it it starts out very like uh tame. Like, well you have to be five feet tall, like why would it be five feet tall? Uh and like as the problem gets worse and worse, they just keep turning off alarms. Yes. And like <laughs> they go to the person that they need to talk to to solve the problem, but they're like would you put your head in a robot body? Like, just yeah. like keep posing the question, and right. it gets more and more ridiculous. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, several parts of the of the sea lab have been destroyed. Yeah, um, yeah, just wanton then, destruction. I dig that. And then at the end of uh, that episode, uh, was it Doctor Quinn? Yes. Uh, reveals that because he was the one fixing the ship the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> while everyone else was answering this question. Uh, he reveals himself to be a half-robot man. And he is that for the rest of the series. Right! <laughs> I like that they stick with that continuity. And, like, if you've not seen the right string of episodes, you go through the whole show believing he is a man. A full a, a full biologic, non-robotic man. Yeah. Like, I feel like even in, like, Aqua Teen Hunger Force, like, they will, like, do, like, one-off of, like, in this episode, yes. I'm a robot. But then the yes. next episode, they aren't. Yes. But this is this is a much better. Like they keep adding on like silly things, and then later on the series, like remember when we did that? We definitely did that. Yeah, it seems like it has a continuity, which is something I vaguely remember from watching this when it was still on. Yeah, yeah, it has better writing, <laughs> better <laughs> plot, better <laughs> characters. I care about these characters, and I know their names. Yeah, and I know I, things about them. Yeah, I, I love in the, the previous series. I love the, the just like angry telecom man who's just like working the boards with his headset on. You know who voices that guy? Who is that guy? Oh wait, are you talking about Sparky or are you talking about oh, the guy that oh, they talk to? Sparky, I think. Yeah, the guy he always has angry eyebrows on. Like they picked what <laughs> the angriest possible model, and they're like, that's his face every day. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's very fun. I think he also does some video game voice acting. Mm. Um, but uh, the guy, like, there's one of the guys that they like talk to, like a scientist in somewhere in Sea Lab. Yeah, it's voiced by MC Chris. Ah, uh, yeah. Uh, it's very very fun to see him uh, in a role. Um, <laughs> I like how when they reuse the animation assets, a lot of them don't match each other. Like the line thicknesses no. are off. It looks real hodgepodgey, which is part of the charm. And in the first episode, like Captain Murphy is talking to Marco and Marco's legs just stop before the bottom of the frame. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, uh, it's just entertaining to watch. Yeah, I... I wish Adult Swim would throw in more of these because that was like heavy in the original Adult Swim era. You had 2021 and the Brack Show and Space Ghost. Well, Space Ghost is from like original Cartoon Network and then they brought it back for Adult Swim and Harvey Birdman and all that. And even Venture Brothers, which is original stuff, but it's very, very much at the beginning. This is a Johnny Quest spoof. Right. I wish they would do one of those again. 
like another sea lab do you mean or like get back into this wheelhouse get yeah get into this wheelhouse like what can you do with uh speed buggy i think they reference speed buggy in mystery incorporated and that's the last we hear of they them. D- they do i know there's got to be more weird old hanna barbera characters that you can mine oh one thing i wanted to ask you about hmm. santa's magical kingdom uh the place that we visit as children <laughs> and as adults so... and as adults that we continue to visit and t- and will time will not stop us <laughs> right we're always going to be at santa's magical kingdom so there is a park uh there's like a a campground next to the six flags that says it's jellystone camp and it's got like yogi bear branding on it it's just like a regular rural missouri campground just with yogi bear on the sign and in the holiday season they turn this into santa's magical kingdom where they cover the entire place in lights and you drive through it and they've got all these painted plywood cutouts and it's of holiday stuff there's a snowman there's a penguin what have you but also all of the hanna-barbera characters just jammed in there it's like there's yogi there's ranger it's all the royalty free characters too there's got to be royalties. Like the Yogi and friends are there. Scooby gang is there. Jetsons, Flintstones. They're all shoved in there. And I'm like, I want C-Lab. I want them to make a holiday <laughs> C-Lab scene. Uh, call and request it. They probably right. need new. I will paint new, uh, it cut, myself. Anyway. How can I? Santa's Magical Kingdom is such a chaotic place. You could sneak your own decoration in and I don't think they would notice. How much do you think it would cost to create a nativity scene of Sea Lab 2021? <laughs> oh, man. I don't know. It's plywood and paint, right? If they supply the lights, I'll supply everything else. <laughs> Tell them that. Just me staying go. up till three in the morning painting a life-size Captain Murphy on a sheet of plywood. I gotta <laughs> jam him in the back of my sedan, drive him to Eureka. By the way, uh, that reminds me, uh, while I was doing research on these uh-huh. shows, uh, the Sea Lab 2020 uh, Wikipedia mm. uh, page, very cut and dry, tells you everything you need to know about the show. The Sea Lab 2021 Wikipedia page has almost two full paragraphs for each character. Oh, like, that's nice. Just very in-depth, <laughs> very in-depth uh, characters description, and even for some of the side characters. I'm, I'm glad uh, somebody's... Just a real big C-Lab 2021 fan out there recording all of this stuff for us to look at. Yeah. Yeah, it's a very good time. One yeah, C-Lab 2021, just infinitely better. Like, we'll just... <laughs> I, I, I'm i going to call my shot. Better <laughs> show. Winner. <laughs> you don't learn anything, but you don't need to learn anything. And what's the point of no. teaching us about Red Tide anyway? We live in a landlocked state. Yeah, we're in Missouri. What There's am, nowhere to go. Yeah, one of my favorite jokes in 2021 is at the end of this um, season two episode we watched, it's giving all the credits. And one of the executive producers of Adult Swim as a whole is this guy named Mike Lazo. And you get to mm-hmm. the end of the credits and it says like, executive producer for Williams Street or whatever, Mike Lazo. And there's an an asterisk. And at the bottom of the screen, the asterisk says, Z's are reversed. <laughs> I didn't see that. Right? Oh, also, uh, I want to talk about white hair. 
What is with Captain Murphy and Race Bannon and Clutch Cargo all having this white hair? Are they all supposed to be very old? Or was it like a thing dudes were up to in the 60s and 70s? Like, um, I'm going to wear so much peroxide in my hair that it is white and I'm going to be an action man. I (laughs) doubt that they were dyeing their hair white back in the day Mm. uh, or bleaching it. I could see that it is uh, actually like them, like actually like older men Mm. that they're portraying. But I could also see if it was like a bleached hair, like a blonde hair character that just like was drawn so many times that his hair ended up being white. (laughs) He's just morphed. They ran out of paint and they're like, no, he looks okay. It's it's cool. It's, It's distinctive. Like those other two guys currently on cartoon television. Yeah, that could also be a thing. Like they have to make it distinctive. And then everyone stole that. (laughs) We're distinctive. I wonder which one of them was first. Hold on. I'm looking up Clutch Cargo. Uh, Oh, Uh, Clutch Cargo aired on American television in 1959. He's the first. Wow. Well, he's not very good. But. Yeah, I don't I don't know anything about Clutch Cargo except for the gimmick where they uh, <laughs> paste in a live actor's mouth. Yep, there was no animated mouths back in those days. So they just like <laughs> rotoscoped in human mouths for every character. Right. There's a dog in this show. I need to find videos of this to find out what they do. For, is, it a, is it a dog mouth? Did you give peanut butter to a dog? Did you Mr. Ed this dog so the dog's talking and you film the dog? And you put it over this animation cell? I think we have to like hold that off until we do that, that show. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We'll do that episode because we're... Clutch Cargo is definitely on the list. Oh, absolutely. If, we, if anybody is going to talk about Clutch Cargo, it would be us. Yeah. But yeah, uh, I think... Sailor 2021, best best show. Uh, do you have any final thoughts on this? Uh, it was a fun rewatch, and then it inspired me to go watch some Harvey Birdman attorney at law. Yeah. Yeah, and this... I would like to maybe revisit some episodes in the future. Yeah. Uh, I, I completely forgot about the Bizarro episode. Mm. Uh, Bizarro, I love you, Bizarro. Uh, <laughs> which was a common saying among my friends in high school. Uh. Uh, so, I don't know. There's a lot left to dig into. And if you're uh, if you're guessing in the future on any of our pod- on this podcast, any of our one podcast of mine, <laughs> multiples of yours, uh, yeah. and want to revisit any shows we've done, you're welcome to, including mm-hmm. 2021. Yeah, maybe uh, you're the person who's been updating that Wikipedia page and you have a lot yeah. to tell us about Sparky. I would love to uh, have any expert uh, of any kind of <laughs> cartoons By expert, on the show. We do mean person who updated the Wikipedia page. That's, that's an expert in my book. Mm. Uh, but yeah, so yeah, after reviewing the, the two shows... Uh, I would like to see this treatment given to other shows, but I don't know how far that could go. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Sea Lab 2021, best show. Sea Lab 2020, bad show. Sea Lab May- 2022, yet to be seen. Yet to be seen. Let's work on that, boys. <laughs> All right. Uh, thank you guys so much for tuning in today. Uh, if you guys want to see more shows like or more episodes like this where we compare two shows uh of similar uh origins i guess is the right phrase 
Um, yeah. Or if you want us to stop this and go back to the regular <laughs> format, uh, you can let us know. Uh, or if you have any uh, suggestions for, for shows we should watch, uh, you can email us at SaturdayMOPod at gmail.com. You can uh, get us get at us on Twitter. Our Twitter account is at SaturdayMOPod. Uh, if you would happen to review us five stars on iTunes, we will read those uh, five star reviews. If you give us five star reviews anywhere else and send us a screenshot, I'll yes. read those five star reviews too. Uh, and we'll always appreciate that. That helps us get out into the podcast world and gets us seen. And it's very lovely if you would do that for us. Uh, if you wanted to talk to me on Twitter, I'm at James Wilk. Mel? I am at WilkyWit, W-I-L-K-Y-W-I-T. You can hear me on uh, many other podcasts on the Whatnots Podcast Network. I co-host a fun media book club kind of show called The Review Show and a off-topic nonsense chat show called The Captain's Log. Yeah, very excellent products. Thank you. Uh, Mel, I chose this uh, concept, the 2020-21s. Uh, what do you want to watch next time? I want to watch Tom and Jerry the movie. <laughs> a lot of people hate this movie because this is the movie where they talked. Are these uh, Tom and Jerry purists that want it to be purely uh, silent slapstick antics? Uh, we'll find out uh, <laughs> on the next episode. Please don't send us hate mail. I just... I need to revisit my plaguing nostalgia about this film. Why do I know it? Why were we provided this? What has science wrought? <laughs> uh, to see what science wrought, tune in next time. Uh, and don't forget to relax, kick back. It's Saturday. It's Saturday. Strength of five gorillas and x-ray vision. But why so short? That's as big as they come. I heard you. But I can chew nails and shoot them out as bullets, right? Nails, chains, you won't have titanium teeth for nothing. Nails are like candy to robots. And we'll eat tires instead of licorice. <laughs> no, we won't. Maybe you won't. Dr. Quinn, there's a major leak in pod seven. Damn! All right, you seal it off, I'll get my laser pack, and Hang we'll be- Hang on a sec. Would you put your brain in a robot body? What? Because we were talking upstairs, you know, just kicking the old peanut around. Man, I don't have time for this. Don't you hear that? Pod seven's gonna implode. We'd have x-ray vision and the strength of five gorillas! Pod seven.